record. Good afternoon, Twitch. Happy Saturday. We are live. We are? I didn't know that. I didn't think we were either, actually. I didn't know. Uh, um, no, yeah. Okay. Welcome to episode five, six, five, four, five, five. Six? Which one did you... You didn't actually put an episode number in your title, fuck. No, I never do. Okay, no, hang on a second. No, I have in the past. I've, no. Let me go to fucking... Uh, uh, I can check my files. Can you? Yes. Is that allowed? Eventually. File Explorer. <laughs> Bad podcast? Nope, wrong one. Wrong files. Hey, uh, files are important. Episode 5. 5, okay. Oh, I was wrong. I thought it was six. Um, if you are listening to this one, uh, good luck finding episode four on audio sources because oh. it was a three and a half hour podcast and uh, getting it to an audio source was next to impossible. Oh, no. I have to do a bunch of editing still. Yeah, we got to let's aim for like an hour and a half this time. I feel like with what we got, an hour and a half is possible. Yeah. I feel Going, like being at three and a half last week made it difficult. Ugh. Um, and I just don't think I. So it'll be on YouTube. I'll get yes, it on YouTube. We said after we said after episode one that we wanted to make it shorter. And, and episode episode since, two was about the same same length as episode yeah. one. And and every episode since has been longer than, than the previous. Yeah. Oh, three wow. was. Two was about the same length as one, about maybe ten minutes longer. Mm -hmm. Three was two and a half hours, almost. It was like two forty-five. Four was three and a half. Four was a thing. There was a lot going on in episode four, though. There was. It's yeah. It's not like we just rambled. Yeah. Um. With that being said, it is time for uh, alcoholic beverage of the week. I saw this wording and I was a bit confused. Oh, there's nothing to be confused about here. The I when I was doing the notes, I the day before, this was yesterday, I want to say, or no, two days ago now, I think. Uh, maybe three. I can't even remember what. It's fucking Saturday. I'm all thrown off because by when we're doing this podcast mm -hmm. at the store, I finally had had enough of not being able to find a beer that I kind of wanted to drink. Okay. So I'm. Changing this from beer of the week to alcoholic beverage of the week. Can be any alcoholic beverage. Can be a mixed drink. Can be, oh hey, I have a fucking fifth of whiskey right here. This is my alcoholic beverage of the week. I don't fucking care anymore. Fucking Conor McGregor. Yeah. So. No, no, except don't drink that. Oh, God. No. Have you tried it? Yeah. Bad? Yeah. That's, that's, that's. I mean, okay. Uh, my... Do you have an alcoholic beverage of the week? I do. You want to no, go first, actually? Okay. okay. Is it a fifth of whiskey? It is not. Fuck. It <laughs> <laughs> would have been glorious to start I off. Have a, I have a suspicion that that's what yours might be. But no. 
No. Uh, so the struggles of going to the store and never finding anything uh, finally ended. I have gone with Goose Island Matilda. I've never had. So funny story. I was yes. thinking about that. Yeah. But I was just like, you know, maybe not right now. I uh, I have no idea what I, what to expect here. Uh, Goose Island makes pretty good beer. Goose Island, for some of those who don't know, if I remember correctly, it is a local. I use the term local very liberally. It is a Michigan beer. No. Or no, it's not. Um, Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. It's a Great Lakes beer there. Yes. Um. So what do we got? What do we got here? Expert command of process and equipment. It is the hallmark of the beers in our brew house series okay that is that is actually on the bottle all right let's see what we got here this is is this is it good or is it bad Ooh, good yes okay that's good very oh. very good it almost tastes like it's not in a bottle but you like in a can no. Oh. Okay. Like, like draft. Oh, I see what you're saying. Wow. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Continue. You go. You go on now. Okay. My alcoholic beverage of the week is not a beer. It is not a fifth of whiskey. <laughs> it is not a fifth of anything. Oh, I'm surprised. I slightly am too. Mine is simple. It's a classic. I drink. I'm drinking currently a Cuba Libre. For those of you, those of you who do not know what a Cuba Libre is, stop living under fucking rocks. Unless you're under 21, then that's acceptable. If you're 21 or over, and you don't know what a Cuba Libre is, fix yourself. Now, a Cuba Libre is cola. Coke, actually, to be specific, and Bacardi. Not Captain Morgan, not any other rum. If it is any other rum, it's not a real Cuba Libre. Just it's fake news. Exactly, it is fake news. The fakest of news. Um, there is a reason it's not a true Cuba Libre if it's done with anything other than Bacardi, and that's because Bacardi is a, originally, before the communists got to Cuba. Ah. Um, Bacardi was originally a Cuban rum. Originated in Cuba. That was the or that's how Bacardi, the Bacardi family started. They are now currently in Bermuda because, well, the communists came to Cuba. The communists came. <laughs> um. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. The communists apparently didn't like um. Bacardi working with the working with American companies to ship Bacardi worldwide. Oops. Oops. So and the more specific origins of the Cuba Libre itself happened during the Spanish American War. And the war for Cuba. In which soldiers who wanted something to drink but couldn't actually drink alcohol would mix the local rum, Bacardi, 
with Coke and then put a lime in it. Hmm. it would mask the scent of the alcohol, at least in the beverage. Again, classic. It's been around for fucking a long, long, long time. If you are someone who actually drinks alcohol and is of the age of drinking alcohol and you don't know what a Cuba Libre is, at this point, you probably need to expand your horizons. Okay. I'm just glad you didn't say anything like you need to kill yourself or something like that. No. Oh, no. No. Fuck no. I'm not going to go that far. You're just. Oh, boy. I wasn't going to go that far. Yeah. Okay. Moving on to. The stupid people say stupid things. Do you have any for st anything for stupid people say stupid things? I do believe so, but I have to look them up, so you go ahead. Okay, I'm going to start with my... I have a handful. Um, hang on a second, I gotta find them. Nope, that's not it, that's not it. These are some of these from last week. I think I only had one, maybe two. Um, number one is where... Is, this is a perfect example of pure bias fan being pure bias fandom that makes me want to punch someone in the throat. Oh no. This one comes from a Dave Portnoy <laughs> of Barstool Sports. Oh, what did Prez do? Prez is a very outspoken Michigan fan. Yep. Graduate. Yeah, he is a graduate. Some, some, yeah, let's talk about that. that First off, anything. Yeah, can we talk about he he graduated? He act well. Can we prove that? Yeah, is this that proven? I feel like he probably went to school in Michigan for yeah. whatever reason. I don't know if he graduated. And but this right here is why I don't really like barstool sports that much because it oh, is oh boy full by fully biased fandom that just gets to a point where it's full on stupidity and some background on this tweet this was during the, this tweet was sent during the Michigan Michigan State game last week oh jeez now not just during the Michigan Michigan State game this was sent during the third quarter okay third quarter so by the time by the at around the time that Michigan finally started to no this was play football or before oh before that happened yeah this was like the fucking looking at the timestamp, probably about the ten minute mark. It would have been about the ten fifteen or the ten minute mark of the third quarter. Right. It was just a little like a handful of minutes, probably about two drives after Michigan State scored. Michigan isn't just beating Sparty; they're destroying them, bullying them, running it right down their throats emasculating them, humiliating them, dominating them, Michigan is back. Okay. Now if oh, I'm not done. Stamp... Oh, okay. Shea Magic, oh, no. Michigan is great again. Or hashtag Shea Magic, hashtag Michigan is great again. Yeah, well, of course he hashtag Shea Magic because they're selling them Shea Magic t-shirts. But Oh, God. So here's where I'm going to say this. Here's my biggest issue with this tweet, and it's not because I'm an Ohio State fan. If you're going to say Michigan is back, why didn't you say it last week after they fucking dominated Wisconsin? Uh, maybe because Wisconsin's not a rival, technically. Still. Even though, even though Wisconsin 
Well, one they're a good a team. They're a good team. Wisconsin? Yeah, well, they they were a good team. At least thought um, to be a good team. Yeah. Um, I should use the term um, good very lightly. Um, the other re- reason I have an issue with this is this is right about when fucking that game become became a fucking turnover fest. If it is when it became a turnover fest, then that's wrong. If it's like fourth quarter game about to be over, then it's right because yeah, I'll agree with that. It if it's really was fourth like, quarter, yeah. Fourth quarter, they really were bullying Michigan State, and that's when you saw that Michigan was just the better team. But and the, you know they just ran Karan Higdon down their throats. That's like if you look at everywhere else in the Michigan Michigan State game, they they just both looked bad. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because neither team knows how to play in the rain. Um, and then someone replied to this tweet. Oh boy! What about all of the turnovers that this game has had? They don't matter right now. I I understand it because at the end of the day, at the end of those rivalry games, nobody really knows or, or nobody really cares about the turnovers if you win. And oh yeah, no, it's not good by any means. Um, I think the rain has a lot to do with that. Uh, All I have to say is, fucking Brian Lewerke had a receiving touchdown. Yes, he did. That's all I have to say about this game. And he and he didn't play this week. I know. So, or at least uh, that, uh, I don't. I don't know. He didn't start. I didn't watch most of the game. We're moving on from that one. I just, I I will put Barstool Sports just above ESPN on something I would find more reliable, because wow. Even though I fucking hate Barstool Sports because they just are fully biased in their fandom, they at least accept it. Right. ESPN tries to hide it, and that fucking irritates me. If you're going to be biased about something, like Reese Davis. Reese Davis is a fucking... Or actually, not even Reese Davis. Chris Fowler also. Um, Chris Fowler is a very, very... Well-known, well-documented Penn State fan. Why are we letting him call call Penn State games? Uh-huh. I mean, I feel like it's no. I was gonna say then, you know, why do we let Herb Street call Ohio State games? But he's not a fan. He's a he's a player. He former player. Oh, yeah, I. I and I'll, even then, I still agree with that. Why are we letting Kirk Herb Street fucking call Ohio State games? Maybe that's maybe that was the balance. Kirk Herbstreet on Ohio who, who State. Who the fuck knows? Chris Ballard, but maybe that's the only reason they were there. Who knows? Um, I have one more stupid people say stupid things. And this isn't really a stupid people say stupid things. This is just a stupid stat that ESPN posted on Monday. Oh, no. And I think I showed, sent, showed you it. Uh, it doesn't um, sound familiar, but go ahead. It was the the last time Patrick Mahomes and Baker Mayfield played each other. In a I don't football know if game. Sent me that, or if I just saw that, but I did. Um, yeah. And this is a completely irrelevant stat. It's been two years now. It's been two years. None of the players are similar except those two. Yeah. Um. And SportsCenter was talking, about, and all day on Monday, on their shows, SportsCenter was talking about how great this game was. Um. And I, here I was thinking, I'm like, surprised they didn't show a replay of it. Surprisingly, I was like, wait a second, are fucking the Browns and Chiefs playing each other? No. And they're not this week. No. That was my first thought. I was like, are they playing each other? Nope. I don't think they play each other at all this season. 
Probably not. As a matter of fact. But here's the stat line. It's ridiculous, I remember. Baker Mayfield, 27 for 36, 545 passing yards, 7 touchdowns. Patrick Mahomes, 52 for 88, 734 passing yards, 7 touchdowns. You were throwing almost 100 fucking passes. Patrick Mahomes is a goat long before the NFL, apparently. Obviously. He completed 52 of the 88. For fucking 735 yards. Oh, ESPN. And then, oh no, that's not even the thing. Sports Center, oh, that's... Geez. So a reply to this Facebook post was... And this is, why, this is why the Big 12 will always be the best, best football conference. Any given week, the quarterbacks could light up and go for 600, yard, 600 plus yards. Oh no. Now, I did some digging on this. <laughs> the running backs all for both teams combined had about 150 yards. Both teams combined had 150 rushing yards. Oh, no. Um, we're not even going to get into defensive stats. No? No, because... Because there aren't any. There, there aren't. They don't exist. Um, and that's all I have for stupid people say stupid things. I have one. Okay. Um, I don't remember if I shared this with you or not. I believe I did. Okay, maybe. Possibly. So, it's a, it's, it's something John Gruden said. Oh, no. So, for those of you who've lived under a rock this, uh, this week, uh, the Raiders traded Amari Cooper. I'm sure we'll touch on that later. Oh, I know what you're talking about now. And so, I think this is a day or two after the trade. Somebody, I don't, I don't know what John Gruden was asked. But the quote from Gruden is, I don't even know if the Amari Cooper trade's official yet. As Amari Cooper is starting his first practice with the Dallas Cowboys. How do you not know? I gotta go, guys. I just, I don't understand. I, I gotta go. Oh my. Hang on a second. <laughs> oh no. Oh. Oh no. I'm not getting up and making another one right now. So we're good. We're making it through the podcast. <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's my only one. Um, Thank God, if they get, I would say they can't get worse than that. Um, want to get on to college football recap? Yeah. yeah <laughs> After that one. Oh my God! And, oh God, John. So I would before actually before you get into that, either that's just no communication between the front office and Gruden, or Gruden just fucking has quit already. He may have already quit already because he knows this season doesn't matter. That's possible. Okay. Do you want to segue in this, us into this one? Oh, sure. Uh, the NCAA football recap. We move on. What was this? Week eight? Yeah. I think sure. that's what it was. Uh, Michigan. Yeah, last week was week eight. Michigan State 21 
to seven. It's been a full week since this game already, so I feel like I feel like the the hot takes are uh, are are not going to be as great as they could have been. No. Um. So first off, if it wasn't for a different game in which your old high school won fifty-eight, um, I'm just gonna go. For, I I have no issue talking high school football. Uh, Frankfurt doesn't have a phenomenal fo- fo- football team. <laughs> um. Neither does Alpina. But. Alpina doesn't either. But that's that's fuck it. That's an impressive scoreline. Even in high school football, fifty-eight nothing is very impressive because you're playing twelve-minute quarters. Right. And also a little no- a lesser-known rule in high school football. Uh, after you get up forty-two, or actually it's thirty-six nothing now. After you get up thirty-six nothing, they go to a running clock. So that's actually extremely impressive to score 24 more points. Or 22, I'm sorry. So Michigan, Michigan State delayed by lightning for like an hour and a half. Yeah. It was unfortunate because I watched the entire second half of the game at work. Yeah, you spent, you came over here and watched a lot of that um, abomination in the next game we're going to talk about. Oh, yeah. That game was bad. So Um, much bad. So, before we get too much into analysis on this, yeah. Um, if it wasn't for the Wisconsin Illinois game, I'm just gonna go out and throw the name out the game the name out there right now. This would have been one of, like the first, second, and third quarter, and most of the third quarter would have been one of the worst. It would have been one of the worst football games I'd ever seen. I will say no to that. Simply because the weather. If it was a if it was a dry game. Oh no, the weather has but, definitely has something to do with it. I'm not going to disagree yeah. with you there. <laughs> Go ahead. I, I don't put this game in one of the worst I've ever seen. I mean, it was a you know. It was just a shit show at points. Yeah. Um. Like fucking. Quinn Nordine kicked one, kicked a fucking field goal into the back of his fucking offensive line. He's been kicking absolute ducks lately. Um, like absolute ducks. I, I've never seen a college kicker of the caliber of Quinn. I, you see it at small level schools. I've never seen a college kicker do what Quinn Nordine did. Now I missed it. I I still haven't seen it. It was bad. There was no, there was no bad snap. There was no bad hold. He just no, he just fucking it into the back of his lineman. Yeah, off of his helmet. It, it was how just bad. Was, how long was the field goal? Like forty yards, I think, if I remember correctly. Thirty, forty yard, thirty-five, forty yards, I think. He's got the leg to do that without kicking a line drive. I know. Uh, um. Oh, Quinn. Where has the sleepover days with Jim Harbaugh gone? I was embarrassed to be a Spartans fan, but Mich- I mean, Michigan, uh, there were a lot of points where Michigan, I mean, defensively, Michigan played f- one of the best defensive games I've seen all year from them against a team that has a potentially good offense. Um, Other than against Wisconsin, Michigan's defense was phenomenal. Um, Michigan State's offense was bad. Their defense for the most part the Michigan State defense did their job. Hey, wait a minute. What do you mean? What do you 
mean against Wisconsin? And Wisconsin had a good team. <laughs> In theory, had a good team. But and Michigan's about... defense played good against Wisconsin. Oh, I thought you said that they didn't play good. Oh no, they did. <laughs> I should reword that. I will actually go back and reword that now. Michigan's defense has played. Has finally played a good def- a good defensive game against a team that has a good offense. Because I mean, Notre Dame's off and Notre Dame's offense back then, back at the beginning of the season, not nearly as good as what it is now, in my opinion. No, that quarterback change really helped them out, and they have a better offense. Uh, um, which is crazy because it was good then. I know it was really good then. Michigan's defense couldn't stop Brandon Wimbush from getting out of the pocket just scrambling. Yeah. Um, but if you look at all the other teams that they played, none of them re- until Wisconsin, none of them really had phenomenal offenses no at all well no because you look at who we played before wisconsin you know yeah, well we yeah played, so i mean that's an ad- conference games western smu <laughs> the uh, smu the rival yeah yeah smu our big time rival Fuck. um then what uh northwest northwestern and they struggled Northwest against northwestern Northwest. at points and then maryland and then maryland yeah um nebraska I don't. I didn't hear oh, you. That's say. right. I, I missed the Nebraska game. I forgot about that one because it was that bad. Uh, that game's easy to forget about. That, I mean, Michigan's defense. The worst football games I've ever seen. Michigan's um, defense in the beginning of that Northwestern game, they struggled. Um, oh, the first quarter was awful. Yeah. I almost don't want to include Wisconsin in that good offense because they they were bad. Alex Hornibrook died. <laughs> he didn't play today. Literally. Oh, good. I they still lost. Than they otherwise would have. Yeah. Um. So, but against a, I mean, Michigan State's offense is inconsistent at points, in my opinion. Oh yeah. And they've shown inconsistent, but they were just bad. Yeah, Lord, on Saturday. Not, um, they had what ninety? Ninety some total yards. Yeah, ninety four, I think. If I remember correctly. Or yeah. Um, that's bad. That's uh, yeah. Uh, the it, you know, the game doesn't usually go like that. Yeah, that's you, you know, same with Michigan, Ohio State. You know, it's it's always you know throw the records. Um, out, you know, you know every team's gonna gonna bring their best no matter the situation. And however, Michigan State's party didn't bring their best, but man, I don't I don't know what happened there. I don't know if they're if they're just that. I mean, from what I saw, the little bits and pieces I saw of them playing against Purdue, their offense looked better this week. Yeah. Um, I wondered if Brian Lewerke was maybe hurt while that was going on. I don't think it probably changed anything. I don't know if it would have changed it that much. Um, Michigan State's defense played good when they needed to. Yeah. In that second quarter. uh, Yeah, they kept uh, kept Michigan down. They kept until... The end of that game when they were dead tired because their offense was going three and out, three and out, about, three and out. Think about this: we put up more points on Wisconsin than we did on Michigan State. So yeah, and I mean Michigan State's. And if you look at that second quarter where Michigan was starting, Michigan didn't get any points. No. In that second quarter, Belton Davis going down. Yeah, yeah. I mean. You also got to look at injuries. There are things that did alter that game. 
Sparty, yeah, I mean, Sparty was banged up, but then, uh, you know, we weren't as banged up, but yeah. arguably our best player didn't play. Like, Rashawn Gary didn't even play. So... He didn't even travel, I don't think. He did not travel, no. Um, and, and, and we've, and we've also had our top receiver out all year, Tariq Black. So, yeah. You know, injuries happen and, um, yeah, that's, um, that's just part of football. Um, the other thing, Michigan, and you could put this on the weather, Michigan's offense didn't play a full game again. And the reason I don't want to put this on the weather at points is... The fact that Michigan was starting from in that second quarter, Michigan was starting from plus territory all the time. Yeah. Oh my goodness, we found our way into not always the red zone, but like thirty yard line somewhere in there. You just couldn't score. We couldn't score, and I and and I'm sitting here thinking to myself, like this game is still close. You know, they it was tied up seven seven. I'm like, oh god. You know, if if. If we lose this game now, you look back at this time when, when we kept getting into their territory like, and couldn't... I mean, we couldn't score points. In that, not even field goals. Yeah, in that second quarter and even parts of the third... Excuse me, and even parts of the first, too. Those first three quarters, their fucking starting field position was on their 45 or in. Was on the Michigan 45 or in. So they were almost constantly starting in plus territory and they couldn't finish drives once i mean now once you got to the end of the third quarter into the fourth they were doing their job they were finishing drives i feel like and this isn't anything against like this isn't being an ohio state fan if michigan wants to keep winning games at some point they need to do that because yeah i mean they could get out of the big 10 very, they could. I mean, they could beat Penn State. Penn State struggle right now is struggling against Iowa. Mm-hmm. Um, they could pretend, They could beat Ohio State that way. Who knows? Depends on what, what the Ohio State coaching staff does to make that team not ass on fucking the defensive backfield from the linebacker position back to the fucking safeties and corners. Um, but and you could Michigan could win a. Big Ten title that way because right now fucking um now that that uh, the Big Ten West is West. after Northwestern Wisconsin uh yeah you can't rely on the Spart- on the red zone defense all the time because if your team if the opposing team is constantly getting into the red zone yeah they're gonna be scoring points Ben but don't break only works for the Patriots <laughs> yeah because at the end of the day. In major Division One college football, kickers are going to make forty-yard field goals. Except Quinn Nordine. Obviously, Quinn Dor- Quinn Nordine's not. He's going to fucking pelt it into the back of his lineman's helmet. They had to check that poor man for con- for a concussion. Quinn Nordine for Heisman, man. Oof. Um. Screw to a tag of Iloa. Quinn Nordine, man. Right, but Michigan's not going to win a fucking. Like if they win out, they're probably going to a bowl game or a playoff game, most likely. Yes. Yeah, at this rate. But they wouldn't be able to beat fucking. Let's see, they'd be probably a four seed, which means they'd be playing Alabama. Yeah. 
Yeah, and then Notre Dame and probably at this point Clemson would be most likely. Three. Just out of curiosity, let's let's just go into the realm of hypothetical real quick. If Michigan has to play Alabama in a playoff game in New Orleans, by the way, I believe this year that game would be in yeah, New Orleans. Be in, yeah, at the Sugar Bowl. Oh, how much faith do you have in Michigan being able to beat Bama? To beat Bama, uh, I I don't know. Um, I think you know I think Michigan could beat anyone who could make the playoff except Alabama. Like I I just don't know if anyone's I don't know if any teams that good. I don't think this this year's Alabama is a, is scary scary good. Like, they've never had this good of an offense. Like the team's always good. You know they're always it is always have a, a defense that, that gets the job done. But this is just. Has has Tua has thrown a pick yet? No. Oh my god. Have a good one, Caleb. Yeah, he doesn't play fourth quarters, but yeah. yeah. So, like, let's just talk about that. That's how good Alabama is right now. That their starting quarterback has not played a fourth quarter snap. Has not had a fourth quarter snap yet. Nope. That's all I gotta say about that. Um. Okay. Moving on to what was arguably the ugliest game of the season. Yeah, this one was not good. And possibly one of the worst football games I have ever watched. The snow coming down is uh, white as uh, what's his name? Lovey Smith's beard. Yeah. Oh God. That that snow was white, white. That was a that wasn't just snow. That was a fucking blizzard. Yes, it was. Wisconsin scores a lot to beat. Illinois, who scored not a lot. I didn't even write put the score down for this one. Yeah, that was ugly. It was ugly. Uh, Um, We watched a lot of this game while uh, Michigan (laughs) was on a radar watch. Yeah. Um, We watched all the entire first half of this game almost. Uh, Illinois had seven turnovers in the first half. (laughs) It was bad. Alex Hornibrook did not look like complete and utter shit, but well, he he was still rather garbage. He was bad. He was definitely bad. That's all I have to say about that one. Nebraska got their first win last week, uh, beating yes. Minnesota, hanging fifty-three. Uh, the Bodors are burning now. Hanging fifty-three on Minnesota. I don't understand. I didn't know Nebraska was capable of scoring fifty-three. Everything I thought I knew was a lie. Yeah. I didn't know Nebraska was capable of hanging up 53 on someone. I didn't know Nebraska was capable of a two-game winning streak. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Are. By the way, Nebraska beat Bethune-Cookman 49-13. to. Yeah, poor Bethune-Cookman. Yeah, they, Nebraska beat Bethune-Cookman 49-13, to 13, I think. The win we thought that they would get, they got. Yeah. Uh, not, the, not the Minnesota win, though. No. Um, that, ha- that game happened. Uh, I'm going to leave us into this one. I'll uh, I'll let you handle this one because I actually didn't see it until the very end. So Purdue beat Ohio State forty nine to twenty. Um, well, I'm not surprised. I figured this loss was coming at some point as Ohio, as an Ohio State fan, solely because th- that defense just looked inept at points this year, and I do believe that, and I've been saying it. Going undefeated, unless you're Alabama, going undefeated does not really help a team. I mean, yeah, it helps for playoff seeding, but at some point, you're just going to get, especially like in Ohio State, you're just going to get to that point and you're playing in a weak conference for the most part, other than two teams, three teams. 
You're just going to be like, oh, yeah, we're Ohio State. We're going to win this game. Or, oh, we're Michigan. We're going to win this game. Or, oh, we're such and such team. We're going to win this game. Well, Ohio State didn't. Um, big key here. I mean, Ohio State didn't fucking score a touchdown until the fourth quarter. Yeah, and, uh, that generally doesn't help you win games. By that point, Purdue got so far ahead that it didn't matter. That's where they all, like, Ohio State's defense was bad. Their offense wasn't good. Um, you can go on whatever they say about, oh, hey, God helped, God wanted Purdue to win this because of Tyler Trent, and, like, no, God didn't care who won this game. Ohio State just got completely outplayed, outcoached. It doesn't happen to, it does, it is very, very rare that Urban Meyer gets completely outcoached by someone of, um, Jake Fromm's caliber. It's actually very rare that Urban Meyer gets outcoached by anyone. Um, that's all. Do you have anything to add on this one? I, you expected it. I didn't expect it like this. See, yeah, I mean, oh no, I definitely didn't expect it to be this bad. And I didn't. I didn't expect it to be like Purdue. I did. I figured if it was going to be anyone, it was either going to be Michigan State or Purdue. That was my thought with Michigan State. Um, I figured if anyone, it would be Michigan State or Purdue. The reason I figured, like, I don't know what it is about the Big Ten West, but for some reason, when teams from the East go out there to those Big Ten West schools, they struggle. I don't know why. It makes no sense. It so you, makes literally no sense. Purdue's not a great team. They're really not. It is what it is. Ohio State has a bye week. Uh, they play Nebraska next week at the execution room. Yeah, what a terrible, what a terrible college football week, eh? Both of our teams are on buys. This has been, this is an, Alabama's on a buy too. Like honestly, <laughs> I can't watch Alabama hang ninety up on some fucking some school. Games, no wonder we got some of these games of the picks this week that just absolutely suck. Oh god, yeah, some of these are There's bad, a bad. Of them that are that are awful. Bad, bad. Oh, God. Notre Dame and Navy, for instance. Oh no, there's. Well, we'll get it. We'll get. It. We'll, we'll get the picks later. Uh, NFL recap. I'll segue this into this one. Really a good. It really wasn't a good NFL week either. I'll segue segue into the NFL recap. Oh God, what happened in the NFL? How the mighty have fallen. The Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh man. Lose to the Houston Texans. I did. Uh, no, I'm not done. Even the Jags. The Jags are now 0 3 in their last three. Yep. Losing to the Chiefs. Which was expected. Expected. Lose and but I didn't even really. I mean, I figured if they were to lose a game, it would be to the Chiefs. Um, losing to the Cowboys in fucking grandiose fashion by what? The, the Cowboys scored 49 on them. Yeah, 40-some 40, 40 points, yes. 40-some to like forty some to 7, grandiose fashion, and then they lose to the Texans. Um, I thought like, the Jags' defense, is, they have a good defense. They have one of the better defenses. offense. <laughs> oh, no, their offense is abysmal, especially without Leonard Fournette. You take Leonard Fournette away, that offense is just garbage because Blake Bortles is your starting QB. Blake Bortles is... Blake Bortles, who got benched he against got the Cowboys. Him. No, he got benched in this game. Oh, yeah, he did. 
Yeah. He got benched in this one. He's starting this week too, isn't he? And he, he is starting this week. Because who do the Jacks have that's that? Oh, they don't. But I don't fucking. They have Cody Kessler. He's still around. Yeah. Yeah, he left the Browns. I think he's on the Jags now. Wow. Um. Yeah. I. Yeah, they, and they play in London this week. Yeah, I know that. For the Jags, I think they're. Uh, I think they're four and zero in London. They're playing. Fucking who are they playing? Uh, they're playing Philadelphia. That's not gonna be. They're not gonna go five and zero. That's all I got. Oh, okay. Discord's not broken anymore. No, it's good. Sound was weird. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah, uh, Jacksonville plays Philly. That's that's not gonna be five and zero. Um, we'll talk about that later. Uh, the Cleveland Browns lose twenty three to twenty six to the Buccaneers. The Browns. Still somehow finding new ways to lose games. Find... <laughs> it's that uh, it's that Hawk Harrelson call. And we find another way. <laughs> the Browns once again snatching defeat from the jaws of victory. And they never really truly had this victory wrapped up. But no. All that had to be like, make a goddamn kick and you win the fucking game. Oh, and to make this even better, the fucking uh, Roberto Gonzalez or who? Not uh, fucking or Aguayo, Roberto Aguayo, right? That's uh, uh, fucking for the Bucks. Yeah. No, no, they, they cut him uh, last year. It's uh, Chandler Catanzaro. Oh. Well, Chandler Catanzaro went 0 for four until he made this field goal. Oh, I was gonna say, yeah, I was gonna say, keep the game winning. He went one for five. His only make being a 60-yard field goal. We we know what that's not. For the brand. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe one for five is since the game winner was, the game winner, yeah. was 60 yards. Who's even kicking for the Browns now that St. Gonzalez is gone? I don't know. But, uh, he's bad, though, too. He fucking missed pretty much everything. Uh, bad, bad. You, didn't, you wouldn't think it's that hard. Oh, fucking obviously. Uh, Baker Mayfield found himself the target of another meme again. Yeah, and it's a good one. It they is. actually featured it in one of my Building the Browns thumbnails. Did you really? Yeah. That's glorious. When am I going to see this thumbnail? It's on It's on YouTube right now. Is it? But it hasn't, uh, the, the video hasn't premiered yet. Oh. You can still see it. Glorious. I need to see this at some point. I'll do it after the podcast. Uh, you segue us into this game. This is oh, your team. What we got next? Ah, yes. Uh, my streak of being wrong about the Lions continues. You did this uh, one on purpose, though. I did absolutely do this one on purpose, and I can I feel like I'm going to do the same thing again. Um, yeah, the Lions won 32 to 21. Um, we have a running game, kind I of. Yes, kind of. Like, carry on Johnson was a hundred yard rusher by halftime. That's, and he only got, what, 50 more yards, though? Yeah, he got, like, 150 yards. Well, 71 <laughs> of them were on one play. Oh, yeah, I'll give you that. Um, but, uh, I don't know. That's just, just this team. They're, I don't know what's going on with them. I don't know what got in their Cheerios. But... I feel like if um, Ryan, and I and Ryan Tannehill's not a great quarterback. No. He's better than Brock Osweiler, though. 
Marginally. Uh, more than marginally, in my opinion. Brock Osweiler just doesn't deserve to be in the fucking league. I feel, I feel like if um Ryan Tannehill was starting it was playing this game, maybe they the, I think it might be closer. Yeah. Um really for the majority of the game up until the fourth quarter, I think they the uh, Dolphins scored a touchdown late. Yeah. The defense played good. Yeah, they did. I'll Ran give you that one. Against Brock Osweiler, but I don't know. It'll be interesting to see him this week. I'm gonna take us into this one. Oh boy! The Chiefs. Like that uh, uh, that well, that was an accurate score. I felt I genuinely and I fucking turned this game off early to hop on oh, no. stream and do my fucking game, do my Bengals franchise game. Um, which surprisingly did not turn out the same way. Oh. Um. Yeah, neither of our games did. Did you see my Bengals franchise game in which no one was able to score fucking points? Oh, you told me about it. Though. Yeah, it was bad. Uh, the Chiefs, they scored a lot and probably could have scored more if they really cared to. <laughs> Let's be honest. And the Bengals scored 10. Infinity to 10. Infinity, yeah. Jeff Driscoll made an appearance. And really, that's just how bad the Bengals were this week, this past week. I didn't even know Jeff Driscoll was on an NFL team. I did. I knew he was on the Bengals. Well, yeah. I didn't think I would fucking didn't. Didn't Jeff Driscoll play for Florida? Yeah. Yeah, so there you go. Jeff Driscoll sucks. I don't know how Jeff Driscoll made it onto an NFL team. He's bad. Jeff Driscoll's fucking an abomination. Did Discord break for Jordan again? Well, it didn't break. Like, I can hear you, but, like, barely. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Driscoll sucks. That's really all we need to say about that game. Uh, let's move on to buy, sell, hold. Okay. Are you ready for buy, sell, hold? Yes, no, maybe so? Yes. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> we only have a handful for buy, sell, hold this week. Buy, sell, hold. Kimi Raikkonen will not win another race. In his career. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Buy, sell, hold. Will Kimi Raikkonen win another race? In his career. Uh, Kimi Raikkonen will not win another race. In his career. So you are selling it. I am selling. Him winning. The Iceman. Uh, I am also selling this. Because I actually. The way I, I said it Sauber. weird. Yeah, because Sauber. Um, I'm selling it. I really like Kimmy. I don't. I don't even think he can win one of these next three. No. Um, I just don't. Don't know. If... Maybe, maybe if Lewis Hamilton tries to give a win to Valtteri Bottas, and <laughs> they collide into each other, and Kimmy is sitting in third and wins the race. Yeah, we all I know Vettel like won't be doing it. Yeah, no, Vettel sucks. Vettel, um... Vettel will try and pass someone and fucking. Do a 180. And then blame them after the race. Yeah. Um, speak, we'll actually get into it later. Uh, Lewis Hamilton only needs to finish 7th tomorrow. Regardless of where Vettel finishes to win fucking championship. So you're selling. We're both I, selling. Okay. Um, unless the Ferraris straight up go. Like Kimi Raikkonen goes and flat out attacks Lewis Hamilton. And just wrecks his ass. 
I don't Michael, think that's gonna happen. That would be great. I would like to see it. I genuinely. That would be so bold. I especially Kimmy Räikkönen because at this point, like, what's he get? What is he gaining out of it? Out of wrecking somebody? Yeah, yeah, out of wrecking Hamilton. He, he gains nothing. Yeah, Why? he gains nothing. If anything, but, but Kimmy also doesn't care. If anything, <laughs> he loses. How much? How little he cared about winning? Well, yeah. Uh, you know, I, uh, I did the thing. <laughs> Let's, like, Kimi Raikkonen has more to lose by doing that than anything else. Probably. Ferrari would have to pay one of their salver guys to do it. Yeah, well, yes. It'd or have to be fucked. Actually, technically, uh, Ferrari too at the moment, anyway. Yeah. For actually, not, not, not and one of their salver guys. I mean, by one of their salver guys, I mean um, fucking Marcus Ericsson. Now, Marcus Ericsson would never be in position to wreck Lewis Hamilton. Nah, it's got to be Leclerc. It, it would have to see. It wouldn't be Leclerc. It couldn't be Leclerc because he's coming up to Ferrari next year. Mm-hmm. Charles yeah. Leclerc. Um. Okay. Moving on. Buy, sell, hold. The Lions are now. And this is what this is one I heard from someone a couple of days ago. Buy, sell, hold. The Lions are now a favorite to win the NFC North. <laughs> I am holding on this. Okay. I respect uh, that. Simply because I don't know what this team is. I have no idea if they know what they are. Um, the whole trade for uh, Damon Harrison helps. Uh, you know, oh yeah, our definitely. Defensive line was awful. Oh god, our defensive, yeah. Our defensive tackles, especially, were awful. You know who our number one defensive tackle was? Uh, a brick. A. Sean Robinson. A brick would be more useful. You know who our number two defensive tackle was because they cut him? A brick? Sylvester, Sylvester Williams. A brick would have been more useful in that scenario, too. Yeah, like literally, just put a, put a pile of bricks there. <laughs> yeah. You at least have to run around it. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, God. Fuck. So, I mean, it's, it's a pretty big trade. We'll see how much of an impact, like how much can one defensive tackle really impact the game? I... Uh, hey, actually, hold on, hold off on that, because you saw what Khalil Mack's done for the Bears, so. Oh, yeah. Um, Khalil Mack's also a fucking freak of nature, though. Yeah, I'm not saying Damon Harrison's quite as good as Khalil Mack, but. Khalil Mack man. is ab- above and beyond the best defensive player in the league. Not even oh, close. No. And you, um, I'll have you have people who say, "Oh, JJ Watt's close." No, <laughs> no. And you see, like Khalil Mack, straight out, uh, well up until the last couple of weeks, but he, you saw how much he really did for the Bears in terms of them. Oh yeah. Games. And I'm not, I'm not and saying. They've had some, and they've had two. You know, they they had a draw against the Patriots last week. Yeah. You know, I'm not gonna sit here and say JJ Watt's a bad player, but he's nowhere near as good as Khalil Mack. Cleo Mack's also younger, is he not? Yeah, he is. Cleo Mack's just... Cleo Mack can play linebacker. He can play defensive end. He can rush. He can drop in coverage. He can run stop. J.J. Watt. Yeah. He can't... He's not... He doesn't do pass coverage. Yeah, Yeah, he's he's not... Like, J.J. Watt is actually abysmal as a run stopper for the most part. J.J. Watt just eats quarterbacks, and he's really good at that. But... No, he's not as all-around as Khalil Mack. So, no, the Lions are not the favorite to win the NFC North. I still think the Vikings are probably the favorite. Um, I'm also going to hold on this. I want to sell this one just because I think the Vikings are that much better, and I think they're question like you. The Lions have 
a run game. At least they have one more in the sense than what they, they did last a, year. Yeah, they have a good running back this year in on Johnson, who's really breaking out for us. They and have a the potential for a run game this the year. The offensive line is is really, really much improved. That and they're running. Like last year, they were trying to just run like halfback draws well, all yeah. the damn time. And now this year, they're looking, you know, essentially more of a zone blocking yeah. for the for the line, and and it's really I think helped the run game. They have I don't want to, like they have more of a potential for a run game. Yeah, they still only had a back over 100 yards twice this year, which you I mean, obviously so, hey, more than the, the past five years. Well, and also, you got to think, a carry on Johnson it has not gotten up until last week. Didn't get the carries. Oh like, well, yeah, that's the thing. Working on, he's working on a whole lot less carries than Saquon Barkley. And guess what? He's got more yards than Saquon Barkley. Oh, yeah. So I mean, I, I think, think I think yards per game or yards per carry. I think he's leading all rookies right now for for running backs. Well, out of all rookie running backs, he has one, he does have one of the better offensive lines, in my opinion. He does. He absolutely does. Giants offensive line sucks. Yeah. Um. And a part of that not having a questionable run game is the Lions just don't still don't know what they want to do. They act like there are times where they want to just sit back. They want like at times it feels like they really want Matthew Stafford to be the man. And I'm sorry. He's capable of being. Yes and no. He can be, but at the end of the day, we've seen what happens when they try and make him be the man. Right. And it ain't good. I mean, he can be the man. He can be the man, you know, down down a field goal in the fourth quarter. Like, he can lead you to a victory. He's not oh, yeah. an Aaron Rodgers type talent. No. That can literally that's my win you games. That's the, that's what I'm saying. He's not an Aaron Rodgers. He's not a Tom Brady. He's not a Drew Brees. He's not a fucking Russell Wilson or a Cam right Newton. That, yeah. I'll, like, I'll put him I'll put him up there with Cam Newton and Russell Wilson. Russell uh, Wilson Cam Newton I don't have any faith in and both of the, both Russell Wilson and Cam Newton are much better athletes in my opinion. Oh athletes, yeah. Quarterbacks maybe not. Yeah. They they're more creative quarterbacks. Because they're athletes. And I think that makes them a bit better. They, they... Matthew Stafford just trucks people. Oh, yeah, because he can't... He's not fast enough to move around them. He doesn't have too many options. He has to either go through them or... Right. I'm just glad that week one, Matthew Stafford against the Jets, but he turned the ball over like four times. I'm just glad that that's not permanent. Yeah, I agree. I can see that. I understand that one. Um, another note on the on the Lions' offensive line. Um, last year at this point, they had already allowed 21 sacks. This year, only 10. Okay. that's So they've gotten a lot better, actually, in pass pro. And that's without a couple games, I believe, at TJ Lang. So it's it's even more impressive. But yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm loving the offensive line right now. Okay. Next up. I sell hold. Will the Ke- Cleveland Chitteliers, I mean uh, Cavaliers, Go Owen eighty two. No, they will not. Unless they try. But why? Who? Why, who are you gonna draft if you go in Owen eighty two? That's my thing. Like, like who's, who's the number one pick this year? Zion, Zion Williamson. Presumpt- I think so. Uh, presumptively, I would assume um, so. Unless something crazy uh, happens. Um. I don't think they have to go in Owen eighty two to get the number one pick. No. Watch them go Owen eighty two and lose the draft lottery. That would happen. That would happen. 
Um, Can the Pistons win it? I don't even know if we have a first round pick. I don't think we do. I for, I I'm I don't I'm not gonna buy the O and eighty two. No. I if this were to be reworded and say, well, the Cleveland Cavaliers have the worst record in NBA history, that I will no. buy. Yes. Yes. But they are not going to be worse than the 76ers for a couple Yes. Of they will the be. The 76ers win nine games. Ten. Oh, no. no yes. Way. They still have something, right? No. Kevin, Kevin Love. Who hasn't played a game yet, or played one game this year. But he will, right? They, uh, I'm assuming. Who all's still there? Uh, Kevin Love, Tristan Thompson, who's not great. J.R. Smith, who do I really need to go any? F- um, other than that, I don't really know who because they they kind of like once LeBron left, everyone was like, "Yep, it's done." They may just they're just gonna take the season off. I mean, they the team is still relatively unchanged from last year, minus LeBron. Well, you just you just see what LeBron. Did. Yeah, and that's my thing. Like, that's just how good LeBron. Like, I want someone to sit, come to me right now, until after looking at this current Cleveland Cavaliers team, which is, other than losing LeBron and then maybe a couple small changes, is the exact same teams as what it was last year, and tell me that LeBron is currently not the best player in the NBA. I don't even think. Is there a doubt? Like, the the people who do people argue is actually in the league currently. The only one that I could see is Kevin Durant. Exactly. And I still and don't even, even think and that's. Even if you look at Kevin Durant. Okay, so he leaves. He leaves the Thunder, right? Yeah. Which I mean, I don't blame him for leaving the Thunder. So, so one person, one player leaves the Thunder, <laughs> and guess what? Well, they're still relevant. Yeah, Durant, the Thunder is. They have Russell Westbrook still on the team, but they're still relevant. LeBron leaves the Cavs. And we're talking they about the Cavs are, being one of the worst teams in, the, in NBA history. They went from SportsCenter talking about them every single day to I forget that they're a thing. To, to us talking to people saying that, oh, they could be one of the worst teams in the NBA, in history of the NBA. And I personally... I think the Nets are still worse. Uh, the so, Cavs lost to the Nets. Yeah, I know. I I genuinely believe the Cavs could win maybe five games. To, I can't believe I'm saying this, but we need vintage Kevin Love. I don't even know if that would help him at this point. Oh, man. Because yeah, like, there's just no defense. Like No one on that team knows how to play defense anymore. Well, it's because they didn't, they, didn't, they didn't have to. Oh, yeah. They always knew Bronny was going to get him out of it. Yeah. Um, and final buy, sell, hold. Was last year a fluke for the Jags, or are they just this bad without Leonard Fournette? Uh, I don't think they're this bad without Leonard Fournette. I think they're this bad with current state Blake Bortles. Blake so, Bortles has always been terrible. Yeah, I agree. And I think you saw last year what happens when, you know, when Blake Bortles is really as good as he can be. And that defense was just so good that, you know, it kept them in a lot of games and won them a lot of games. The loss of Leonard Fournette hurts, but I think the real problem with that offense is is number five. (laughs) Oh, 100%. Um, So... 
you're selling the last year as a fluke. Yeah, I don't think they're. I don't think it was a fluke because I really do think that defense is just elite. They're they're fantastic. Yeah. So I'm also I am so going. Hell, they allow forty to Dak Prescott. Look, um, it's upsetting. Oh yeah. I am going to sell that last year as a fluke because that defense is too good. That defense is great. Oh, no way. Last year they were the best. They had the best defense in the league. They have two cornerbacks where one team would be lucky to have one. Yeah. Boye and Ramsey. Ah. Yeah. Defensive line's good. Linebackers are good. Everything about that defense. Paul Pazlesny is a fucking god king. Oh Jesus. Um. I mean, I and Blake Bortles. I can't believe I'm saying this. Played good last year. As good as he can. As Grant. good as he can. Yeah, he was average. Like, and it was all. It was the best example I can have of it is the last year of Peyton Manning. When Peyton Manning straight up sucked, and that defense, that Broncos defense with Von Miller and Demarcus Ware and all those guys, you know, Aqib Dalib, Chris Harris. I wouldn't say Peyton's they, last year he sucked. He didn't play a lot well, his last year. For Peyton, yeah, he well, for Peyton, for Peyton he did. Yes. For Peyton Manning but standards, like, yeah. He, but but that's for like anyone. The one thing. Super Bowl Peyton Manning. Super Bowl Peyton Manning was terrible in his last year. Yeah. Oh, he that was. Defense, yeah. Like, like that, think about that all year. Yeah. That's what the Jags were last year. Yeah. Just carried by their defense. I wouldn't say they're necessarily... I mean, Leonard Fournette had, was phenomenal last year when he was able to yes. play. Yeah. Um, if, they put a, if they get a quarterback, a real quarterback on that team, oh, man. I can, honestly, I can't believe they didn't try and sign Kirk Cousins. They believe in fucking Blake Bortles. I don't know what. Now, apparently not anymore. Oh, yeah. Because I think now they're finally seeing that, uh, like, this is the reality that they have a chance to blow this whole thing if they don't get a real a real quarterback. I'm giving, I will say I give the Jags one more year. This year I feel like it could be a wash. Um, So I give them next year. If that doesn't work, team's getting blown up again. With Bortles? Oh, not with Bortles. Just no, so you, They're going to get, should... Bortles is good. They're getting someone different other than Bortles. I genuinely believe, though, other than um, like other than you get rid of Blake Bortles, you bring in a real quarterback, you have one of the best teams in the NFL. With that I defense, they go out and get. Yeah, I don't know either. That's the quite hard part. But with like, that who defense, who are you gonna draft Jake Browning? Ugh. Will Greer? Mm. Um. Who knows? Maybe Shea Magic will um. No. Want to go play Honestly, for the Jags? I think I, I think I think Shea Patterson. Uh, watching him play this year, like what, what, what he comes out this this first year. What what round? What rounds he going? Uh he wouldn't be a first round. No. And if you're gonna come out a, a year early, it bet you better be leaving because you're a first round pick. Yes. I don't think he's a quarterback. I like, genuinely don't think he's a first round pick. 32 starting jobs in the NFL. You think you're good enough to, to start in, in one of those or soon to start in one of those? Like, just stay, stay at school. Just... He might, I mean, Hopefully, he could be I, better I, than Blake Bortles, let's be honest here. Well, how good's the, how good's the Jaguars' offensive line? <laughs> not awful. They're not great, if but they're not awful. If it's serviceable, he'll survive. Yeah. Um, he get, once, when he gets the time and can escape to the outside, that's when Shea Patterson does what Shea Patterson does. Um. So yeah, I'm. 
selling that last year was a fluke, I am holding currently on that they are this bad without Leonard Fournette. Let's move on to the news. There, there was news things. The news. Things that happened. I will lead in. I'll start. Newsworthy. I'll give us this first one. And I don't know why this is newsworthy. It kind of is. It kind of is. Just because we're here on Twitch. And it hurts me. The Vancouver Canucks. Hockey team in the NHL. They're not very good. The no, I almost called them the Habs. That's not it. No, that is not it. Ban Fortnite from... Whenever the team is travel, it's only on road road trips. When they're traveling, they ban Fortnite only while they're traveling, because I mean you can't control what a player does while they're at home on their own personal time. Right. I don't understand why why this is what they're doing. It's on they're only banning Fortnite. What I want to know is that. When if somebody gets suspended from the Vancouver Canucks, I wanna I wanna know, like I wanna see it in the headline that he got banned for playing Fortnite. Yeah, he got suspended for playing Fortnite, right? Yeah, yeah same. Yeah. Like suspended. Oh, oh, uh, Brock Besser suspended two games for playing Fortnite on the road. I think it's stupid. Like it's so dumb. And um, oh God, who was it? <laughs> Who was it on the on the Jets on the Winnipeg Jets or um that let's see if I can find the fucking headline. Um, I didn't know anyone on the Jets made headlines. Patrick Laine. Oh, that's right. I forget about him. Yeah, actually, it was, it was Patrick Laine. I just was able to pull that up. Patrick Laine, who fucking likes video games and likes to play Fortnite, I guess. For whatever reason. For whatever reason, said this about when when he was asked about this. I think Vancouver's just looking for an excuse as to why they were bad last year. Oh. Oh, I mean, Vancouver was bad last year. Yeah, but they showed they showed promise at least. They did. Professor. Yeah. So I don't really understand like I got an external hard drive and I almost redownloaded Fortnite, but I was like, let's be honest, I'm never gonna play this. Yeah, why would you do that to yourself? Uh moving on. You wanna take us into the next one? Next piece sure. of news. Oh my goodness, the NFL trade. So it started off in what the preseason with the Mac trade, and I thought that was the only trade we were going to see all year. Yeah, like that's you know usually we have one or two like big trades in the NFL season. It's just not as common in, in the NFL. As you don't see a lot of NFL. trades in the NFL for players. You see them for draft picks. Yeah, that may include a player. Yeah, not superstars. And we have had well. For, Four, not maybe three superstars, one good player, and one average player. So Mac, Amari Cooper, and Damon Harrison, I would consider the superstar guys. Um, Carlos Hyde, pretty good running back, and then Eli Apple. I forgot he was a thing. Um, I mean, I knew Eli Apple was a thing. Now me too, but, like, but he got relegated to played. playing for the Giants. Yes, he did, which was so appropriate. Eli Apple playing for playing in New York. Come on. <laughs> um, I was wondering if we were ever gonna make be able to make an Eli Apple reference. I really hope that the same when next time the Saints go up to him, play the Giants, we can in a recap we can talk about that. We can make that reference again. The the greatest thing um about that trade was I think it was CBS Sports uh put out this uh meme of Manning face. Um and it said uh 
when you hear that Eli got traded off the Giants and it was the one Manning face, and then it's like when you find out it was Eli Apple. <laughs> I'm happy. Let's I'm... be honest. Hey, nobody's trading for Eli Manning. Oh, God, no. I'm happy for Eli Apple that he got traded off the Giants. He's a solid defensive back. I think anybody should. Like, like the Giants should just cut everybody. Yeah, they need to restart. Hello, Evo. How you doing, Evo? Um, let's talk about some of the... I saw him yesterday. I know you did. Um, so, like, we talked about the Khalil Mack trade a bit. Um, yes. the Carlos Hyde trade. I don't know if we talked about this last week. No. We did not? No. Okay. No, we did not. <laughs> um, this trade happened, and I don't understand why, because the Browns got nothing. what side? Like, do you, the, for the Browns? Yeah. The Browns lose a good running back and get a fifth round pick. It's still not the worst trade of all of these. Oh, God, no. 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 Um, it's just... I don't get it from a Browns perspective unless you really just don't want him on your team. Like, they do have a couple of solid running backs. You know, they, they do. Got, uh, they got Duke Johnson and they have uh, Nick Chubb. Oh, no, I okay. they... They do have some solid running backs, but yeah, you're getting nothing in return. No, you're, you are literally losing a good player for a fifth, a fifth round pick. Which who's the best? Who's the best player to ever come out of the fifth round? A kicker, can't maybe. Brady. Can't can't be Brady. I'm pretty sure he was in the sixth. Yeah, he was. Um, pick 197. I don't understand. That one, yeah, that one, that one made no sense. Um, but the worst trade is the one that makes me the happiest. <laughs> what the Giants gave up? A good defensive tackle. I'm talking real good defensive. Not tackle. just good defensive tackle. We're talking elite defensive. Yeah, you and I were talking about this a couple of nights ago. Defensive tackle. When this trade actually game. happened. Yes. Damon Harrison is the. Number one defensive tackle and number one run stopping defensive tackle in the league. He may not be the, the best last, pass rusher, but the last five years. And he doesn't have to be a good pass rusher. We got no. other guys to do that. Exactly. Your run defense he, is, the Lions run defense before getting him was fucking non existent. Well, and especially because he you know, he's he's just a run stuff like he stops them at the line. Yeah, he does. He's just fantastic. I wonder if I myself have an AV issue, or if you guys are off sync. Uh, uh, unknown. Let me turn up. Let me let me hear. Well, we look on sync to me. Yeah. Twitch could be weird. It, it's probably Twitch. Let's be honest here. Um, best run uh, run defender, r rush defender in the league in the past five years. And the Lions got him for a, what, sixth-round pick or something like that? Fifth. Fifth. A fifth. So what the Browns got no. for Carlos Hyde, the Giants got for... An even better I player. Hate use, I hate to use Madden ratings as an actual statistic, but David Harrison's a 95 overall in Madden. <laughs> um, oh, jeez. Before we even go, not even getting in the Madden, actually, before we go any further, I saw that there were Lions fans unhappy about this trade. 
Uh, yeah. And, and I don't know how. Going back to what I said before, wh- what are you? What are you gonna get with a fifth? Yeah. It is one draft pick in the fifth round. In the fifth round. Uh, Damon it's Harrison, Robinson. not David. By the way, Evo. Robinson went before the fifth round. Does he still play in the league? No, he does not. Nice. No, he does not. Nice. Um, oh, it's just uh, unbelievable. Uh, and that is an absolute steal, and I don't care what you say. Even if Damon Harrison sucks with the, with the Lions. This, it's, a, the, it's a fifth-round pick. Most times you're just going to cut your fifth-round pick. This trade, I can understand why the um Giants are trying to do this. The... um. I really feel like the the Giants are starting to try and clean house. Well, they're absolutely trying to clean house, but I, they could have gotten more for them. By getting rid of Eli Apple for relatively nothing to the Saints. Because um, I think for fucking Eli Apple, they got like a sixth round pick for, for him. Oh, Eli Apple went in the second round, if I remember correctly. first or, Late first or early second round, I think. Yeah. Um, And even the Browns might be seeming like they want to try and clean house with like this Carlos Hyde trade. It's just like for a fifth round pick, why? Yeah, um, I get it. However, it is what it is. Uh, the Amari Cooper trade. This happened. The Raiders uh, have also the cleaning the house. Yeah, they're they're packing it in. Uh, Look at the teams here in these trades: Giants, Raiders, Browns. Yeah, three of the worst teams in the NFL right now. Um, this trade, this Amari Cooper trade, happened to a point where John Gruden didn't even know it happened. No, no, sure didn't. Well, he knew it. He knew. Oh, I don't even know if the trade's official yet. Oh, As he is practicing for the team that he got traded. For. However, I think this. I mean, if you look at the um, Cowboys, I think this makes the Cowboys a much, much better team. Oh yeah, absolutely. They didn't have fucking a brick could be a better wide receiver than what the Cowboys had, other than fucking. He is, yeah, he's instantly number one. Uh, yeah, the Golden State Warriors are a good Oakland sports team. Yeah, the Golden State Warriors are good, and the A's made the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, they did. Um, nobody knows that. Nobody knows that Golden State is from Oakland, though. Yeah, because they they don't want to be. They don't. They don't want to say they're from Oakland. They're never they're the, they're not the California Warriors. They're not the Oakland Warriors. The Golden State Warriors. What? Maybe they just the don't. Same nickname as the team as, as the team's name. Who knows? Maybe they just don't want to be associated with Oakland. Maybe. In fact, I mean, the Warriors aren't going to be in Oakland anymore. Certain next year. Right. They're they're moving across the bay to San Francisco. Um. Yeah, from the Cowboys' perspective, this trade really helps them because they had fucking bricks for wide receivers. Their best wide receiver was who? Cole Beasley? Either him or Ryan Switzer. Beasley. Beasley, I'm going to go. Or or, or Tavon Austin. But other than that, like... A kick returner at this point. Other than that, a bunch of their receivers may as well have had bricks glued to their hands. And just run around with bricks in their hands anytime the ball came to them. Doom. Doom. Yeah. 
probably everybody what the fuck on, they were doing. Everybody on their team was Eric Ebron. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That felt it's bad butter, for... Butterfingers attached to everyone. I felt bad for Dak Prescott and Zeke Elliott because, like, you can't control your receivers. Or you can't make your receivers catch the ball. Let's be honest here. And you lose fucking... Um... Oh, fuck. Oh, God. Jason Witten. I almost said Jason Garrett for a second, and the Cowboys would probably fucking Zeke Elliott, probably Zeke Elliott and Dak Prescott would probably fucking throw a party for Jason Garrett to leave. I'm sure fucking Cowboys fans would throw uh, a party. Jason Garrett, Jason Garrett, they're going to give him a lifetime contract, man. Jerry Jones loves yes guys. Well, he does, yeah. But fucking Jason Garrett. Jason Garrett fucking sucks. That's all I got. Um, they should sign all of us. Yeah, I can do a better job than Jason Garrett. Mm-hmm. Unless we're talking about catching footballs, then I can do a better job than fucking pretty much anyone that the fucking Cowboys have, other than Amari Cooper right now. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, yeah, this is. I think the Cowboys are going to be a team that competes in the AFC East now. Considering how oddly awful it is yes um like eagles eagles aren't doing all that well redskins are leading the division and the giants are there (laughs) the giants are in the division (laughs) okay moving on i don't know what this is about so i'll be interested this is news to me as well so this the astros gm um sir what's his name of fucking sir what's his name Dude McDude faced. Hang on a second. Let me get, get his name up so I can make this right. Jeff Lanau. There you go. And this is this was Jeff Lanau was asked about the cheating allegations. Okay. That of and not just the cheating allegations of stealing signs. The cheating allegations in which the Astros were cheat were accused of having people who work for the Astros organization going into opposing dugouts with video equipment and videoing what other teams are doing in the dugout. Jeff Linnell goes and makes this issue worse for the Astros and says, we do this all the time. We do this, we do this to 80 to 90% of our games in the season. Oh, it gets even better, though. He then proceeds to say, we're doing it just to make sure, the we're spying on teams to make sure, and he uses the phrase, spying, to only make things even worse. We're spying on other teams to make sure they're not spying on us. (laughs) So you're saying... You're spying to make sure other teams aren't spying, but you're the only one who's getting caught for spying. Idiot. I I so don't believe that story. The MLB kind of did at least long enough to postpone it till after the season. Not that it mattered because the fucking Astros got destroyed by the fucking Astros. The Astros got destroyed by the Red Sox. Um, moving on. LSU had some pretty cool helmets last week. Yes, they uh, changed color under the lights. Yeah, they had them. Honestly, which 
they didn't really live up to the hype. Um, no, and I didn't expect them to. Cool. Oh yeah, no, Honestly, they were. I like them in their purple state better. I wish they would have just kept them like that. Yeah, I I liked the concept. Um, like the, the light had to hit them just right. They didn't it, have them. It didn't help. They didn't play a true night game. No. Um, their their game started at like five o'clock. No. It was over by fucking nine. If you're gonna have like helmets like that, if you're gonna have the color shift helmet, the chrome color shift helmets, you need to have it like at eight p.m. start, where yeah. it's just dark and the lights are gonna be shining on them all night. No, and I now the purple, the purple helmets, those were fantastic. Oh, the purple looked way better than the yellow ver, the yellowish gold goldish version. Goldish whatevers. Now I still really like the concept. It was really cool. I really think I actually kind of hope that it becomes a more common thing. Um, last I checked, five was in the afternoon. Yeah, it is. It's in the afternoon, but it's not dark yet. Yeah, it's not dark enough for where if you're gonna have color shift have color shift helmets that require lights to hit them to change color, then well, things are a problem. Yeah. Okay. Well, this this game this thing happened also in a soccer game that is both relevant is relevant to both of us. Sure is. In the Chelsea Manchester United game last Sunday, Chelsea's assistant second or second assistant coach, uh, who will remain unnamed because I don't know his name and I doubt Jordan does either. I have no clue. It's like Isaac probably something or some other. Guy, probably some guy Maurizio Sarri brought in that I have no idea. About. Yeah, attempted to start a fight with Jose Mourinho. I mean, to be fair, I would try to start a fight with Jose. I Mourinho. Say, I want to start a fight with Jose Mourinho. I. Often started uh, fights in my head with Jose Mourinho yeah. when he was managing Chelsea. So I want to. F- there's that. I want to walk up to Jose Mourinho and punch him in the head. I want to punch fucking. Why is Willian on the bench all the time? <laughs> I want to know why he's playing Paul Pogba back in a fucking defensive midfield position. Jose is an easy target because everyone hates Jose Mourinho. He's a moron. Jose Mourinho is a fucking idiot. Um, however, oh, later in I I think it was probably about Monday or Tuesday when at, in a press conference when asked about this leading up to the um actually I believe it was Tuesday leading up to the Manchester United Juventus game. Uh, Jose Mourinho said that there that he talked to the to Isaac, what's his name, and said that there was no hard feelings. Better check as a striker. <laughs> I'm surprised he hasn't tried to bring Petr Cech out of retirement to have him be a striker. Did Petr Cech retire? Or is he still with Arsenal? Who knows? I think he's still with Arsenal. I didn't hear anything about him retiring. He should retire because he's like a fucking million. All the Chelsea guys from that from that era of retiring, man. Yeah. All coach just now. Yeah. Frank Lampard, John Terry's going to be a coach somewhere, Lord knows. Yeah. Um, my only, uh, the only thing that upsets me is that there were no punch, no punches actually hit Jose Mourinho in the head. Yeah, maybe it would have knocked some sense into him. Did I say that out loud or was I, I, I thought I was just thinking that in my head. Oops. No, it's okay. I'm sure you were muted on stream. It's right. Okay. Yeah, I was muted on stream. <laughs> Um, <laughs> with a coach. Yes, I wouldn't mind. Does he? He's still playing in the USL, right? For Phoenix. I don't, I don't believe so. I don't know. 
maybe he is. I have no idea. Let's check that. Last <laughs> I heard, he was still playing for Montreal, but I knew I knew we left there. I think, right? What do you spell Didier's first? Jeez. There it is. No, I don't want DD Gregorius. I want Didier Drogba. <laughs> no, he still plays for. He's playing for Phoenix Rising. Um, okay. which uh, Didier Drogba is is. 40. I was saying, I didn't think he was 45. Um, the reason he played in, the reason he's playing for Phoenix Rising, and the reason I kind of knew this is because I saw the Arizona Coyotes post something about him being at one of their games yesterday. Um, he is majority owner for the Phoenix Rising now, a USL team. And he's playing for them? Is that legal? I don't know. <laughs> Obviously, the USL doesn't fucking care because he. He's generating money for him for a league that doesn't have a lot of money, and he's also trying to get the Phoenix Rising into a um into the MLS. Can we? I swear to God, if Phoenix gets an MLS team before Detroit does, I would be a little upset. I'm gonna kick some ass. Can we get Didier Drogba on Detroit City? Is that a thing? <laughs> so let's make some phone calls. Right. Like you, the, the player team, owner is technically really allowed. Up a stake in. Um, last week, and this actually has nothing to do with the Ohio State Purdue game. Big Ten refs continue to find new lows for being awful, and yes. this one comes from the Indiana Purdue game. Indiana, one of Indi on the final drive in which Indiana was only down, um. Can Detroit, uh, Detroit, yeah, that's a good question. I'm on whether or not Detroit can actually afford to bring him here from Phoenix. Yeah, sure, they can use that Chevrolet advertising money. Yeah, oh, yeah, Detroit City FC does have all that Chevy advertising money. That, um, they're, not paying, they're not paying for a stadium, the, the supporters building it. <laughs> yeah, that is true. So, in the Indiana Penn State game, in the final drive, Indiana was trying to drive down the field. After recovering an onside kick because one of Penn State's players punched the ball into an Indiana fucking man's Indiana player's hands, perfect. Which was it was actually pretty funny to see because Penn State was trying to lose this game apparently. Mm -hmm. Um, Indiana's receiver catches the ball, gets tackled out of bounds. Now in the final. Two minutes of a game. When you're tackled out of bounds, what happens to the clock? Um, most times. What is it? What's supposed to happen? I should say. Most times it stops. The clock did not stop. Madden. Yeah, it, it was straight out of Madden shit. The the side judge continues to have the clock running. Mind you, we we are under forty five seconds in the game. Later, to, later find, to come and hear, to find out, the side judge here thought that the ball was in bounds even though the player was out of bounds. Okay. How that makes sense, I don't know. Big 10 refs, everybody. But it gets better. It gets better somehow. The final play of the game was an offensive holding call. 
unfortunately for Indiana. Now, games cannot end on defensive penalties, but they can end on offensive penalties. Yep, sure can. It took these Big Ten refs 10 minutes to converse before they finally realized, in which someone also pulled out a rule book, I believe. Oh, no. And converse to finally realize that, yes, the game is supposed to end, even though it was an offensive holding penalty. It was bad. I give up. Big Ten refs are bad. Oh, also, this is a message to the Big Ten. Like, Commissioner Delaney, come on. Jim Delaney. I will, I will ref games for you. Yeah. For half the cost of what you're paying your official. Yeah, I will do it. I will, I will do it. At half the cost and a case of beer. A week. (laughs) Uh, I... I think I know the rules of football fairly well. Yeah, I know them pretty well. More so than your refs do, apparently. Fucking obviously. So, us two here, him over there, me, well, not not over there, I'm right here. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll do we'll it. come be refs for the big time. Half the price in a case of beer. Or yes. a keg. I, I feel like we could get away with that. I feel like yeah. that's possible. I feel like that's possible. And guess what? We live in Michigan. Michigan is central to the Big Ten other than fucking Nebraska. <laughs> and Rutgers. And Rutgers. And Maryland. Other than three schools. Those three teams. Oh, the ones that joined the Big Ten. Oh, I don't know. That put it over ten teams. Oh, there, there was another Penn team. Penn that, State. Yeah, Penn State. Penn State put them over ten. But Penn State was at least kind of close. Yeah, um, we're all we're relatively central, so it wouldn't be that expensive to get us to games. Just gotta be like, oh hey, you're in Michigan today. You're going to Ann Arbor. Ref this game. Here's your beer and here's your money. Simple, right? And when I say case of beer, I mean case of beer or keg a game. Well, keg yep. maybe only two a season. That'd be a lot of beer. Sure would. A case of beer. If it was just a case, it would have to be. One a case a week of good beer, not the shitty stuff either. That's right. Lord knows, Jim Delaney try and get us, give us fucking natty ice. Our fine. I thought you were gonna say Bud Light. Finest natty ice. Dude, oh, mine's all the way up there. Oh, I'm attached. Yes, you are. The Das Horn is the gl- most glorious thing in the world. Huh, okay. Let's move on to the United States Grand Prix from last oh, week. Yes. Oh. oh. Oh, F1 fans. F1 fans. I, I, oh. I hate them. I hate them. I mean, yeah. And no, F1 non-American F1 fans. Yeah. Are you talking Sorry. about the? Oh, that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> that was being picked up on the fucking by the parabolic mic somewhere. 
That was fantastic. No, I am talking about the F1 fans that literally complained about the time of the Grand Prix and having to stay up late for it. Oh, the that F1 fans in Europe. F- yes, that is American F1 fans every week. Unless, except for a handful of races where we get lucky and it's at 9 o'clock. This one and Mexico and Canada. Um, I mean, there are a handful that are at 9 a.m. Yeah, but, but, oh, yeah, but it's like afternoon, evening time for them. It's perfect. Yeah. No, I all of our saw... races here in America, almost all of ours are early. Hell, yes. fucking Bahrain is a race that ha- Shanghai or um China. Well, it helps if Bahrain's a night race. Yeah, China Bahrain. is a. EU is the main region for F. Well, I'll give you. I'll give you that one. I can't argue with it. I can't argue with it. But, but don't bitch about it. But it's a worldwide thing. It's like <laughs> we deal with this on a weekly basis. Like I gotta. You know, there are races, four races. Was it Bahrain or was it China that we were up at like 4 a.m. in Discord t- chatting during the China. Race? China. China. And I'm just thinking, man. It's, and, 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 and I saw people complain, it's 6 a.m. here and I'm up for this race. <laughs> like, and here's my thing. like, oh, Welcome to my world. Like, that's four races that you're four races out of 29 or 30 that you're bitching about. When here in America, we are up at 4 a.m. to watch China. We're up at fucking 3 a.m. two or 1, 2 a.m. to watch Bahrain. Um, same with Australia. Australia, we have to be up at fucking midnight to watch. There are so many races where, in the majority of our races, if we want to see them, we're up at fucking 6 a.m. Don't bitch about it. Yeah, I mean, it's... it's... There, there's no way to fix it. Oh no, there isn't. For 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 USF one fans, obviously, um, but it's why it, it will never be as big as it could. Yeah, be. there's a reason it's never gonna be popular. Some races are well, yeah, and those are the races over on the far yeah. western side of the world, or well, eastern side of the world, in China, Shanghai, um, Australia, Bahrain, Abu Dhabi is a fucking race that I might not be able to watch. Because that, that's a fucking 1 a.m. race, I believe, for us. It's okay. The championship will have already been decided, and Charles Leclerc will probably win. So, <laughs> um, Okay, let's actually talk about occurrences in the U.S. GP. Yes. Um, yeah, something major happened. Oh, Japan also. Kimi Raikkonen wins his first race in five. Five long years. And I was happy over for him. Over a hundred starts. I was happy. Unbelievable. It was amazing. Uh, Kimmy Raikkonen, who knows if he was happy or not. I don't think Kimmy has emotions. Um, he, here, 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 there are three things run. that go through Kimmy Raikkonen's head. Drive car. Drink booze. Eat ice cream. Yep. Just, no, just drink in general. Remember, I don't remember what race it was. Oh, hungry. <laughs> yeah, it was hungry. So just not have the drink, Kimmy. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. That was hilarious. So it's actually there's four things because from everything I've gathered and I have read his book, he does seem to love his family. Yes, 
So there are four things. Drive fast. Drink. <laughs> eat ice cream. And family. <laughs> family is probably number four out of those three. Let's be honest. The, the drinking booze is probably number yeah, one for him. <laughs> Timmy in the in the um, lead up to the Mexican Grand Prix this weekend, it was hilarious. I think somebody asked him, like, "Oh, how 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 was the party after the race?" He's like, "Oh, you know, at my age, uh, uh, didn't feel that great the next day." So, <laughs> I mean, considering Timmy downed almost that entire bottle of champagne after he fucking once he got up to the podium, <laughs> he's a machine. Oh, Timmy. Uh, Max Verstappen started at P18 and had the race of his fucking life. Sure did. Oh lord, it was amazing. Max oh. crashed, happened, didn't crash. He didn't. Uh, oh. Sebastian Vettel did. Yes. Sebastian Vettel ran into Danny Rick, and uh, well, Vettel did one of these, one of his famous. Can I just? Oh my! Can I just say, Daniel Ricardo is kind of looking like. A moron now. Think of all the Renault power unit failures that he's had this year. Oh, 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 guess who? Guess who's driving for Renault next year? Yeah. Although I feel like as soon as they made that announcement, they just gave Max Verstappen the best cars. Just yeah. Oh no, Max Verstappen did have some help, but again, it was possibly one of the best races of his fucking career. That's fantastic. In which he did not well, win. Because most times you see Max, if Max gets aggressive, he makes stupid mistakes. And yeah. Like like he did in China when he dive-bombed Vettel. Yeah. Um, and some of the... This one just irritates... This one confuses me, actually. This final point. Total Wolf went full stupid. Kept Lewis Hamilton out an extra five laps as Lewis Hamilton's tires were starting to fall apart. Yeah, literally, because Pirelli tires just ripped to shreds. Yeah. That was... See, here's the thing with Brazil, though. Uh, where did Max Verstappen start in Brazil? If I remember correctly, it wasn't P18... Is a little closer to the front there. Um, yeah, Total Wolf just fucking. I I don't know what was going through his brain. He, I don't even know if Total Wolf knew what was going through his brain because he couldn't explain it afterwards when he was asked about it. No. Um, but that's why I'm saying that was possibly Max Verstappen's best race ever, is because of where he started. Because to get where he needed to, he had to not just drive aggressive. He had to do it. He had to drive aggressive well. Moving on though from F one. Yeah. Uh, Joel. This ought to be interesting. Joel Clapp may have lost his mind. Oh no. Maybe he probably from hanging out with Colin Cowherd too much. Um. I, I agree with them on something. Although I have a feeling this might actually be what you think he lost his mind about. <laughs> Joel Klatt has Michigan at number two in the country. No, okay, no, that's not it. What were you guys say? Well, um, he went on. He went on Colin Cowherd's show, and uh, they said, uh, 
we uh, he said that him and Colin were the only people that had faith in Jim Harbaugh at the beginning of the season. Oh yeah, now look where it got them. They were. I'll agree I with had, him that. I had more faith in the rest of the Michigan fans. <laughs> no, I think Joel Klatt's lost him. Where are those people that wanted Jim Harbaugh fired now? Yeah, right. Jeez. Um, I think he's lost his mind for saying that Michigan could be the only team that could compete with Alabama. No, because they can't. They, they can't. I think the yeah, only they're t- a top five team. All they want, all you want right now, they're probably playing like it. But yeah, no, no team. I think there's only one team that is comp- is able to compete with Alabama, and that's Georgia. I still don't even believe that. Um, on a good on Georgia, it'd have to be their best day. It couldn't be how they played two weeks ago against LSU. No. Um. This one, this one came across the wire yesterday. This next news piece came across the wire yesterday, and well, it. I don't think you'd mind. I don't. I feel like Real Madrid fans would mind. <laughs> hey, but who cares about Madrid fans, right? Um, there are rumors that Jose Mourinho may become the next manager at Manchester or at Real Madrid. Hey. Because the current president. Not there anymore. Who cares? Yeah. The current president, um, oh, what's his name? Florentino Perez is right right now one of the only managers that he likes. Yeah. I hope that actually happens. So Mourinho's gone forever. Um, I hope he never comes back to the Premier League unless it's to Aston Villa. I hope he just, like, Goes to he gets relegated to fucking Japan. Yeah, MK Dons. Yeah, uh, Zlatan is doing Zlatan things to MLS teams. He is right now averaging one goal per every ninety minutes. That's not surprising. Oh no, it's not. But still, he's just doing his thing against Bradley. Bradley Wright Phillips numbers right there. Better than Bradley Wright Phillips numbers, actually. <laughs> it actually is a lot better. I love you, Bradley Wright Phillips. Um, and our final piece of news came from the game, the baseball game last night. Eduardo He's Nunez forgot how to run while he was chasing down a pop foul from or not. It was actually it was just an infield fly. From, Did you see what I added on after that? No. Okay, so it must have been after you printed yours off. So you have Eduardo Nunez forgets how to run. I have Ian Kinsler forgets how to throw. Oh God, that throw was bad. I don't know what that was. Like, that looked like MLB The Show right there. When you see players just get funky animations and launch it into the 20th row. Yeah. Like, that's what that was happened bad. Ian Kinsler in extra innings of the World Series. Um, Eduardo Nunez, he was going after an infield fly. It was closer to the third base or the second base side, first in between that gap in between first and second there. He came from third base. He, uh, Caught the ball behind the pitcher's mound and then tripped over the pitcher's mound. Oh, Nunez. Tripped over the pitcher's mound. Apparently, Nunez at one point went to uh, Alex Cora last night and said, I'm not coming out of this game. And Alex Cora said, well, you kind of can't. We don't have any other players. <laughs> yeah, because he fucking got completely upended by the um, Dodgers catcher trying while he was trying to get out of the way of a um, wild pitch. Bang! He got freaking fell on top of by a um 
whoever the first baseman for the Dodgers was. I can't remember. Um, was it Muncy? I think so. And then he also, before he tripped in on or tripped on the um fucking pitcher's mound, he flew into the stands chasing after a foul ball. He was trying to kill himself last night to win that game. Uh, let's move on to picks. Okay. Uh, well, college picks are going to be abbreviated. Now, we don't... We can, we can still do all of them. Yeah, most of them we don't know scores for right now. Right. So let's just, let's just go ahead and do them all. Uh, you want to do college... I'll, I'll lead us off through college picks. You do NFL. No, that's okay. I got it. No, I do. I got it. Okay. Unless all you right. want to do NFL. Go ahead. Or, unless you want... Just uh, start. Oh, boy. Oh, I'll do NFL. I'm well, behind. We're starting off with the Longhorns. They traveled to Stillwater to take on Pistol Pete and his plastic head. Texas was favored. Was, is, who the hell knows? Who cares? Two and a half point favorite. Yep. Welcome, Horns. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I don't know if I've ever picked Oklahoma State for, to do anything well. Mike uh, Gundy's an ass. Aw. Why? Oh. Yeah. I like Mike Gundy. Continue on. Uh, Game two features the Notre Dame Fighting Irish and the Navy Midshipmen playing in San Diego for some reason. Uh, Notre Dame favored by an aircraft carrier load. Notre Dame. Yeah. Um, uh, not going to waste much time on that one. We're not even going to actually pick this game. The game was Wisconsin being a six and a half point favorite to, against Northwestern. Northwestern won. Somehow. Let me just say. Let me I'm just more than say, six and a half, by the way. I, I picked Northwestern. I did not. I did. Because I believed in them at home. Um, uh, continue on. <laughs> I had no idea why this was even on our pick sheet until I realized South Florida is actually ranked. Uh, and undefeated. USF, yes, and undefeated, at least uh, uh, up until today. I don't know what they're doing. Uh, UCF and Houston. And USF. House, USF, yes. What did I say, UCF? Yeah. USF versus Houston in a bounce house conference matchup. Uh, I had South Florida. I had Houston. Uh, I don't believe in South Florida. And that spread is weird. Yes, it is. Undefeated team, yet they're an eight-and-a-half-point underdog. What? That doesn't make sense. Yeah. Back-to-back uh, -back weird spreads. Kentucky, the number 12 team in the AP poll, yet they are touchdown underdogs on the road against Mizzou. I picked Missouri. I can't believe I'm doing this. I picked Kentucky. Okay. I don't. I I don't know why. Uh, Washington started the season with college football playoff aspirations. Now they're just trying to win their division. Uh, Washington. God, they take on Cal uh, in Berkeley. Yeah, I picked Washington as well. Uh, the team fighting Washington for the Pac-12 North title. The Cougars take on Stanford. Two and a half point favorite are the Stanford Cardinal. Uh, Washington State. That's a I weird spread. Just, yeah, it's a very weird spread. Uh, yeah, Washington State in this one. Uh, the game of the week, the Florida Gators take on the Georgia Dogs. Spread started out at seven and a half, and I checked the updated line. It had crept down to only one in favor of Georgia. <laughs> I'm checking the score of this game. This is when I got when we sat down. It's, oh, it's only getting worse. We're just currently winning twenty-three to fourteen. Um, I said at the beginning of this podcast, the only way the Gators would win is if. That man right here behind me, Tim Tebow, was able to put on a powder blue and orange uni for the Gators. Georgia's going. Really powder blue, though? Eh, not really. 
It's more like Powder an blue is more like yeah, like, it's like an aqua blue. blue. Texas A&M travels to Starkville, aka the worst place on earth, to take on Mississippi State. Aggies getting two and a half. Texas A&M may not lose another game this season. I don't know. I don't know what got in their Cheerios, man. They are playing some good football. I don't understand it, but I picked them as well. The Iowa Hawkeyes leave Kinnick in favor of Happy Valley, where the Nittany Lions are favored by six and a half. What's the score on this game right now? Oh, we're going to check this one, too. Uh, I, I had Penn, Penn State, State winning. By the way. I picked yeah, Penn State I picked also. I picked Penn State because I don't think that if they lose this game this week, there is no way in hell they beat Michigan next week. Okay, They'll Penn State win. is currently winning this one 27-17. At one point, this game was 5 nothing in favor of Iowa. At one point, this game was in favor 12 nothing for Iowa. I was going to say, yeah, it was 12 nothing at one point. So Iowa's only scored five points since then. Yeah. They got another do. fucking safety. <laughs> I fucking quit. We know quit. the outcome of this game, but Purdue coming off their upset of the Ohio State Buckeyes travel to the half-filled Spartan Stadium in East Lansing. I picked Michigan State. And Spartans were in an absolute pick em. I picked <sighs> Purdue. Oh, you were wrong. Well, I, feel, I feel dumb now. Uh, uh, this was a weird spread at point five. Yes, it is. Uh, our shit fest of the week, TCU in Kansas. Who cares? Uh, TCU. Yeah. But yeah, who cares? Yeah. Uh, I cringe every time Kansas State is actually on the picks. But they take on uh, eighth-ranked Oklahoma, the Sooners, favored by three touchdowns. Oklahoma. I'm not even going to check the score of this game because Oklahoma's probably up by a billion. I mean, dear, dear God, why are we even picking it? Haven't these games sucked? Uh, I may take back my shitfest comment about... Oh, this one's this this next game is definitely the shit. No, because yeah, this, this one is. is possibly just as bad. It's worse. Boise State leaves the blue turf behind to take on the Air Force Academy. Broncos favored by nine and a half. I really, really wish I could pick the Air Force Academy, but I'm not. Boise. Broncos. We win. already know the outcome of this game as well. Clemson I picked Clemson. I feel like any intelligent. At noon. Like so any intelligent person. Six hours ago. Yeah, if anybody play, uh, actually bet money on Florida State winning this game, I think you oh. need to have your head examined. Florida State lost yeah. by 50, by the way. By 50? Oh. Moving on to the NFL. Thursday night game, we know the outcome of this one. I picked Houston to win this I game. Not. I picked Miami. Uh, Houston won. I thought I thought Brock Toverfest was going to go on, man. I thought Brock Osweiler and the Brocket ship were going to... So many Brock Osweiler memes going <laughs> on right now. So many. Oh, um, I love it. No, I, I picked Miami, and, well, they, they didn't do the thing. Moving on, Sunday, 9.30, tomorrow. So this is in... Nine hours. I yeah. know, not nine hours. Um, nope. No, 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 no. Twelve. Fifteen. Is that even right? Yeah. Yeah, okay, that's... Fifteen probably hours closer and... To, probably closer to right. Fifteen hours and fifteen minutes. Yeah. Philadelphia takes on Jacksonville. Who you got? I have the Jacksonville Jaguars. As I mentioned earlier, undefeated in London. They are apparently technically the home team in this one. I'm just going to go with Jacksonville. I know they're an underdog, but Philly doesn't really look good this year. I'm going with Philly. The New York Jets travel to Chicago to play the Bears. Chicago's kind of had a, a rough go of it the last couple of weeks, but they've they've gone against some tough teams. Um, I'm going to go with Chicago with this one. I think, uh, I think they bounce back. I went with Chicago also. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers travel to Cincinnati to play the Bengals. Who you got? 
Well, as long as the Bengals actually show up and they aren't still uh, in bed after uh, being hung over after drinking away their sorrows after last week's win. Like uh, I was on I Monday? Think, yeah, I think uh, I think the Bengals are going to get it done. I, Tampa Bay just sucks. Oh, no. Oh, oh boy. I picked Cincinnati to win this game because Tampa Bay is just fucking abysmal. It's not too often I pick the Bengals, but... Tampa is bad. Seattle travels to Detroit to begin a little bit of a road trip for Seattle. Who you got? Well, as uh, as is well documented by uh, well me, um, I this have podcast. been wrong. Yes, I have been wrong about the Lions in every pick I've made this year. I am going to continue to pick against the Lions. I am going to take Seattle in this one. I'm taking Seattle. Not because you're trying to do some reverse psychology shit. I think Seattle's a better team. Oh, no. Denver travels to Kansas City. Uh, Denver's bad. I'm picking Kansas City. (laughs) That's all I got. I wasn't even going to ask you. I was just going to say, yeah, we're going to pick Kansas City, and I haven't even asked you yet. God damn it. You took my opportunity from me. The Washington travel, the Washington red potato skins. Uh, Washington potato skins travel up to play the now Damon Harrison and Eli Apple less New York Giants. I don't know got? why this spread is only point five in favor of Washington. I don't even have don't the spread down. Spreads on my sheet. Oops. I don't know why this is a pick'em. I really don't get it. I feel like the Giants are just so bad. There's no way they can actually win this game, right? No. I'm going to take Alex Smith in the, in the potato skins. The Cleveland Browns traveling to Pittsburgh. I was on a nice little streak of picking the Browns to do the thing. Uh, well, they didn't do the thing ever. No. I, I, was, I don't know if I've been right about the Browns all year either. I'm going to go with Pittsburgh. Uh, Pittsburgh looks like a completely different team. Like all of a sudden. They, they look good like, now. Yeah. I'm going with Pittsburgh also. Baltimore travels down down south to play Carolina in their second NFC South matchup in as many weeks. What do you got? I'm going to take Baltimore on the road here. Uh, oh, boy. That's just, I'm going with Cam Newton. The Panthers, I just don't trust them. I don't know why. They I'm going with Cam Newton. they'll change my mind this week. I don't know. I am going with Cam Newton and Luke Keekley. Just those two guys. They're going to win the game by themselves. They might. Um, and quite possibly, what is that? Uh, no, this isn't the shit fest of the week. No, it is. This is potentially a battle for the number one pick. It could be. Yeah. This could very well be. Um, Indianapolis travels to Oakland to play in the worst stadium in the NFL. And it's not even close. <laughs> Who do you the got? Oakland, yeah. The O.co McAfee Network Associates Coliseum in Oakland. Um, yeah, it sucks. Hopefully the hopefully the sewage that is always like leaking from the dugouts just comes up like onto the field just completely floods the entire field so they can't play this game. Yeah, that that's the only outcome that's favorable to the fans. But who do you have winning? Maybe it'll all catch on fire, and then it'll burn down. That's possible, too. So uh, I'm going to take Indianapolis just because I'm Angela. Same. Uh, this game could be good, but then Joe Buck, then we got to remember Joe Buck's probably calling it. 
or this game could be really, really bad. Green Bay is traveling to Los Angeles. Aaron Rodgers is capable of putting the Packers on his back and carrying them to wins. I don't know if he's got enough to beat the Rams, though, especially at home for the Rams. I'm going to take L.A. here. They stay unbeaten. The Rams may never lose a game again. They aren't going to lose this week, definitely, though. Yeah, definitely not. No. That's a lot. I'm making that a lot. Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers keeps it close, though. I think that 9.5 spread's a little weird. Uh, and what is another pretty not great game? NFC West matchup. San Francisco travels to Arizona. Another potential battle for the number one pick. Arizona sucks, and San Francisco sucks without Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, I'm just going to go with the home team here. I'm going to go with Arizona. As I've been saying every week, San Francisco have Jimmy Garoppolo back. Nope. Did San Francisco, did CJ Beathard magically get good overnight? No, no, he is not channeling his days at Iowa. I'm picking Arizona then. Yeah. What could be, what definitely is the game of the week. Yes. The New Orleans Saints leave the execution dome. Yes. For two weeks in a row now. Even though they made M&T Bank Stadium up in Baltimore kind of the ex the, the partial execution dome. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Leaves the execution dome, travels up to Minnesota. Who you got? This is the Sunday night game, by the way. Yes, Sunday night football. Al Al Michael and Chris Collinsworth on the call. Here's a guy. Uh, yeah. RPO. This is a really, really thickly built guy. <laughs> RPO. New Orleans, New Orleans is going to get it done. Um, I think this game is going to be really good, though. I'm hoping it's good. And Please, give me something. Give me a good game this week. Yeah, I I'm going New Orleans. Um, and then the Monday night game. Why is this a Monday night game? Uh, because just, Monday night football gets the worst games these days. It's not just, the old days. Just why? 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 In New England and apparently ESPN is billing this as a major rivalry. New England. I feel like I feel like the bigger rivalry is Bills Mafia versus Tom Brady. Yeah, New England. New England oh, is God. playing the Bills. New New England Patriots travel to Buffalo again. ESPN thinks this is a major rivalry. It is not. This is not a rivalry. Buffalo sucks. Buffalo will forever suck. Even when Buffalo was good, they sucked. Do I even have to ask who you have? No. Okay, we're both going with New England. I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna uh, switch that up and say we're both going with Buffalo. <laughs> I couldn't bring myself to say it. Okay, uh, who's uh, your champ of the week? Or let's do champ chump of the you week. You know what? No, you go first for champ and chump of the week because every time I do this, we always have the same one. So you go first. Okay, so my chump of the week is the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh really? Okay. Yes. So we're, we're, okay, we're differing there. Okay. Uh, who's your chump of the week? My chump of the week is Dave Gettleman. He is the general manager of the New York football giants. Uh, the Detroit Lions got away with absolute highway robbery trading for Damon Harrison. Fifth round pick. I still can't believe it. Dave Gettleman, you're a chump. Yeah. I have two champs of the week. Oh, boy. Two. Okay. Number one, the obvious one. Kimmy Raikkonen. Damn it. Champ of the week. I knew that was going to be yours. <laughs> this is why I had to put a second one in here too. Um, recently, over the past weekend, over last weekend actually, 
a friend of ours got married. Oh, no. Jeff got married last week. Oh, yes, he did. He got married last weekend. He is currently on his honeymoon. Jeff, if you're listening to this at any point, you are also my champ of the week. Congratulations, man. All the best wishes for you and the new family. Yeah, that wasn't my second one. I thought you were going Tyler Trent on that one. Ah, uh, no. No, okay. Right. Was that was Tyler Trent your second? Tyler Trent was my backup, yes. He was my third. But I wasn't going to fit three in. But yeah, um, I guess that Jeff guy's okay. I guess that Jeff guy's okay. <laughs> uh, a little touch on Tyler Trent. Uh, he has a rare form of cancer. Um, I pray for the man, even though he is a Purdue fan. There are things more important than football. He had a really cool segment with uh, Scott Van Pelt on ESPN. Really he did. Cool. He did. I pray for the kid. He's only 20 years old and is currently living in hospice care for a rare form of cancer. Also, best wishes to Robert Wickens. Uh, he um, had that uh, terrible IndyCar crash at Pocono. Yeah, that was uh, bad. He is. He, is uh, he announced, I think, a couple days ago, he is uh, paraplegic at the moment. Uh, he's still got some like nerve feeling in his in his legs. And that crash was like bad. They can't move him. Um, and there is hope that he can walk again, but there's uh, there's no there's no guarantee of it. So yeah, that was bad. Um, yeah, we can uh, we can only hope, but you know, it's just uh, it's honestly a miracle that he even survived that crash. But uh, yep. Okay, uh, let's move on to three things to watch for the for the weekend. Uh, we call it three for the road around here. What are your three? My three. The Mexican Grand Prix is where Lewis Hamilton gets it done. He wins his fifth driver's championship. Uh, and I don't think there's any way uh, other than what we talked about uh, earlier um, <laughs> about the Kimi Raikkonen and just going in and absolutely punting Hamilton on lap one. Yeah. I feel like that's not going to happen. So Lewis Hamilton is going to win uh, the Mexican Grand Prix this weekend. Watch see uh, Seattle and Detroit. Uh, we'll maybe have a good idea if the Lions are for real or not. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, if they could beat Seattle, who's always tough to beat no matter what state they're in, beat them at home. Um, we'll see what Damon Harrison can do for the Lions if he's really going to be that much of a game changer. And uh, I suspect the World Series will be over by the time we do this podcast next. So uh, World Series. Yeah, uh, World Series is going to. Holy crap, what a game last night. Though. That was that, that was, was a game. That was going till 3.30 a.m. here. That was a game. Okay, so here are my three for the road. Uh, two of these are from the college football world, both games going on. Well, one game going on currently. The Florida-Georgia game, this one pretty much decides the SEC East. Uh, right now, things are going well for Georgia. Number two tonight, or actually no, number three was Florida-Georgia. Number two, Texas-Oklahoma State. That pretty much decides the Big 12. The the. Not, not really a good conference. And number one, you mentioned it earlier, the Mexican Grand Prix. Lewis Hamilton needs to finish seventh to win. No matter where Vettel, no matter where Vettel finishes, if Lewis Hamilton finishes seventh, Hamilton wins the, his fifth drivers' championship. Um, currently, or actually, qualify, they qualify. Here's qualifying. Danny Ricardo finishes first, or qualifies first. Max Verstappen finishes yeah, second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lewis Hamilton third, and Sebastian Vettel fourth. I don't think I mean, it's going to be the closest thing Daniel Ricciardo has for uh, last win at Red Bull. Yeah, um, that's that's it. 
that's it for the podcast guys uh we will see you next week hopefully not on saturday no it won't be on saturday my days off are in the middle of the week next week so okay perfect so we could be doing another one of these in like four days that's very possible peace out stay classy peace out bye